Are you ready to rock and roll? Blimey, yes I am. We're talking about the greatest punk rock group of all time, Reliant K. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Whoa. Hello, hello, and welcome to Sadie Hawkins Pod. Look at that guy's shit over there. <laughs> Look at that guy's shit. What? That guy's shit. Let's make fun of it. What guy? I don't know. What guy? There's no guys around. Oh, oh, we're not doing it anymore. Oh. We're, we're dropping it. Oh. April Fools. April Fools. We're, we're not, not British. British. <laughs> <laughs> we got you. <laughs> You should have seen the looks on your faces. What if we were British and we were just feigning American accents this whole time? What if? <laughs> like a CW actor. I don't know. <laughs> and why a CW actor over any actor? I don't know. So today we're talking about B-Rad from the All Work and No Play demo. Demo, not the All Work and No Play Not list. the All Work and No Play list. Not to be confused. Um, yes, and we're doing it because today is April 1st. Right. And we had, for several months, an April Fool's episode planned. Like a full episode, like a full April Fool's episode. Like, we had the idea, and it would carry through the entire episode. I'm not going to say what the idea was, because we're still going to do it. We're just going to, basically... Sugar Brady paid a lot of money for that perk. Yes. Brady Sullivan actually paid us for the perk in Patreon for us to do it. It was just a random idea. And then he's like, you actually have to do it. And I'm sending you this extra money to do it. And I'm like, okay. So then we actually had to do it. Luckily, Brady was the one who was like, you know, with all the stuff with COVID, maybe we just give it a... <laughs> yeah, times a, are a little... Uh, people don't want to be tricked yeah, right now. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're not doing our proper April Fool's episode. But now, sometime in 2020... You'll just get a random. You'll just get a random April Fool's episode. (laughs) Until then, everybody be rad. Yeah, which is not at all what this song is about. What I did was, I was like, well, then does Relanke have a song about? Well, they have joke songs, but I was like, do they have a song that references? We could have done Skittles and Combos or something. Oh, that's a good idea. We could have done that. We could have. Why didn't you say something? (laughs) Or the rat, or the, or. Pasty pants. What's it called? <laughs> Silly shoes. Silly shoes. <laughs> we could have done one of those hidden tracks. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah, what I did... That totally would have been smart of us, wouldn't it? Yeah. I have a I have a, a saved search result for all of the pages, all of the AZ lyrics pages Nice for Reliant K, so I can search lyrics. Not that AZ lyrics is the best lyric site. But it is the only one that's just plain HTML. So the search results will always be reliable. So I just search a word, right? I've saved this Google link. 
so that I just search a word and it finds it automatically in AZ lyrics, Reliant K stuff. Mm-hmm. I've done this for the MMP Giants and MXPX as well. It's a cheat I have for making memes. <laughs> so I go to my saved search for Reliant K and I just type in like fool and April and uh, joke. Can you just Google all that? I guess I could have, but then it only gives you the top result. Okay. Sometimes if you're like, look, we can talk inside baseball, inside meme <laughs> ball. But if I'm making like a, if I find like a meme template, like a popular meme template, like let's say that moth that was popular. Right. A couple years ago, a year or two ago. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to make an MXPX or they might be Giants version of this or a Reliant K version of this. I go to my AZ Lyric search tool and I type in moth. Danny, now, nobody needs you to mansplain AZ Lyric search tools. <laughs> yes, they do. I'm the, as far as I know, I'm the only one who came up with this idea. I mean, I, I, cause at one point I was like going to make a Google doc of all the lyrics of all the bands that I commonly make lyric, uh, memes for. That sounds like a lot of work. That would be a lot of work. And then I figured out, oh, I can just do this saved search result. And I changed the search word attached. That's the point. You're confusing me. <laughs> you said, why can't I just Google the word joke and rely on K? Because say, for instance, a song like this is going to have, this is a song from the demo that has no covers. It has no interest by anyone. Nope. Shortest deep dive ever. So if I typed in Reliant K joke lyrics, I'm not going to get this song. I suppose. I'm going to get like joke songs or other things. Like, But joke is in the lyrics. It might come up. You don't know. It could. Like some Be My Escape stuff came up this week just because B is in the title right. of both songs. That's true. But that's just not how SEO works. Right. If I want every song... I did it for Blink-182 one time. I wanted to find out every... Because Mark Hoppus has an obsession with the color black. Girls are always wearing black. They got black eyeliner and black clothes. And I was like, how many times does he say the word black? And he says it a bunch. Like four or five. (laughs) But if I typed in Blink-182 black lyrics... It always comes back to Blink-182 with you. (laughs) Not always. No, it's usually ska. Yeah. (laughs) For instance, I can bring it to ska... So I picked this song because it's got the word joke in the lyrics. And I don't really know this song. I've heard it. Like, I can count on two hands how many times I really listened to this song. Wow, that's more than me. Because I had not listened to it until you were like, let's do B-Rad from the demo. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then I listened to it. When I got my All Work and No Play fan club copy in like 2002, I listened to it a bunch of times. And then I didn't listen to it again until 2019 when we started this podcast, basically. Uh-huh. So. Wait, before we really dive into this. Right. Top of the show business. We'll get to top of the show business. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I was just going to say. It's April Fool's. We're switching up the format. Let's just talk about other. The, I didn't the finish the first. thing I was saying. I picked this song just because it had the word joke in it. And it's April Fool's today. Turns out. And then I go on our social media and I'm like. We're doing the song Be Rad this week because times are tough and we all need to be rad. Well, it turns out that the title of the song is ironic and it's about bad people who make fun of people who think they're rad. I'm like, oops, because I had no idea what the song was about. Bringing it back to Ska, like how people think the song Never Had to Knock on Wood is about how he never had to knock on wood. You but it's a song this, about, I've done this three times, but he does knock on wood. The yes. song is about a guy who knocks on wood. It is. So, top of the show business. <laughs> we do have a voicemail, which I did not get a chance to I'm going to say it this week. It's hot in here. 
Oh, yeah, it is hot in here. I didn't notice until you said it. It's finally warming up in L.A. I know it's still snowy in some parts of the country, but it's it's getting toasty again and sunny L.A. Oh, good, because the president said that COVID goes away with the heat. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> That's good to, to keep, keep getting warm. Top of the show business. Top of the show business. So here is a voicemail. And I did not get a chance to listen to this, so I have no idea who it's from. We didn't do anything for St. Patrick's Day. Do they have any St. Patrick's yes, we Day did. kind of songs? Oh, we didn't do anything for the show. I think yeah. we didn't do anything personally for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. We got corned beef and cabbage takeout, yep. which was not on our vegan diet. Nope. And then we found vegan corned beef and cabbage yeah. at a grocery store. Well, cabbage store. is always vegan. But... Right. <laughs> at, a, at a grocery store that was out of everything else. This is my <laughs> first. All they had was vegan corned beef left. Yeah. This is my first year being vegan, and my absolute favorite holiday meal is St. Patrick's Day. I love some people love beef Thanksgiving and, yeah. and Easter food, but Jessica loves St. Patrick's, St. Day, Patrick's food. Day food. So I broke, and after it was like five or six months no beef, I had some. And the corned beef was amazing. But I was also like, you know what? I think I can finally live without this. Yeah. And then we found the vegan version, and it's very sweet, but pretty good. It might be like flattened jackfruit. Yeah, something We don't like, like that. jackfruit. Not particularly. Jackfruit's no good. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, here is the voicemail that we Sorry. have this week. That's fine. <laughs> Did you realize? Hi, I'm Trent. I'm from uh, Colorado, and I've been listening to and uh, enjoying the show, just catching up with it. I'm not completely caught up. Actually, I'm only like 12 episodes in. Anyway, uh, recently I listened to an episode, and you said, hey, if you're a collapsible lung fan, you should call in. And I was like, hey, that's me. Um, and I liked Reliant K before, but it was mostly like my sister listened to it and I like heard it and was like, yeah, this is pretty good. Um, and I didn't like Collapsible Lung at first, but one day I was like bored at work and I listened to it again. And I was like, wait, this actually, I really love this. And it was the first album that I ever fell in love with as an adult. And uh, kind of got me on a trend of listening to more albums. And uh, I was working at a camp, actually. And uh, I was talking to a friend. And he was like, oh, I like Reliant K2. Um, but I don't like Collapsible Lung. And I told him to give it another try. And he started enjoying it, too. Uh, so... He would play it all the time while he was working as the dishwasher and he'd have like helpers and stuff and people would walk by in the kitchen and they all fell in love with it too. <laughs> I just like to imagine like a musical kitchen. Awesome. They're all washing the dishes to yeah. this pop music. and every... <laughs> But that's pretty awesome. I love hearing this. See, we knew we'd find, we yeah. knew we'd find someone. It just took 50 episodes, 45. <laughs> what are we at? <laughs> We're not at 50 yet. Um, 30 something? I don't know. I never know until the moment we I post we were doing the episode. Mood rings for 50. Oh no, I hope this isn't actually episode 50. It's not. Okay. I don't know. We're at 30 something, 40 something. Okay, cool. Like I said, I'd never actually know the number until. Wait, was that the end of the voice? The... No, no, no. Oh, okay. And uh, people especially liked uh, Lost Boy. And so a bunch of people just fell in love with it. And it. So many people fell in love with it that it actually ended up in our, like, summer staff wrap-up video. And, like, afterwards, people would, like, cry when they heard it. And so that's kind of the story of how I became, like, a missionary for Collapsible Lung. And 
Uh, so I think there is an audience for it, but it's not like his core fan base, obviously. And I also have a whole essay I could write about how it connects to forget not so down and air for free, but uh, I don't think there's time in, in this for that. And I don't know if you want that, but I might send it to you guys on Twitter or something because I need an audience for it. I've been thinking about it a lot. Anyway, love the show. Hopefully this wasn't too long, but uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for letting me call in. Bye. I cry when I listen to Collapsible Long too, but for a different reason. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was great. <laughs> and yeah, please do send that in because we will. We would love to read that and possibly read it on the show if you're if you're cool with that because we like to read. I mean, I'm assuming, really cool and I could stuff. be wrong, but the premise, the thesis is because we've seen that we've heard that thing before of, about how people think it's a story album, right? It's a concept album, yeah. About a about a character who's what do you call I'm it? I'm just excited because nobody ever told us that they like collapsible lung. And now we've heard from someone who likes collapsible lung. Also, you're from Colorado. Are you friends with David Ketch? Oh, good question. You should hang out with David Ketch. <laughs> you guys should have a Sadie Hawkins pod <laughs> listener sure, meetup. Because Colorado is like the size of Delaware, right? <laughs> Everybody can hang out. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, I was saying like the thing that we see once in a while is people who say collapsible lung is a concept album about a guy who's handling his life in a very shallow manner right and then he comes back to what matters at the end in the title song and i'm like yeah or it's a bunch of songs that a bunch of people wrote the only reason why i don't agree with that is because factually speaking i mean if it's a fiction that's fine and if it's a fiction and again i'm just speaking for the caller just now trent what was his name google did translate did not give it to us properly i missed it at the beginning Sound like, sound like Trent or Trenton. I can't actually tell. Hit us back up and let us know. <laughs> so I'll just call him T. Nice. So if, if it even was Trent or Trenton. We call him Rocky, like the Colorado Rockies. Okay. That's his new nickname. All right, Rocky. So Rocky, I'm just assuming that that's the thesis, and I would like to read the whole essay. But Heck if yeah. I'm incorrect, if he's got a whole new take on it, then that's fine. But the only problem I want to hear it regardless because I'm fascinated by people who like collapsible lung, especially if they knew Reliant K prior to collapsible lung and enjoyed them. I mean, like, okay, so there's you can be someone who maybe discovered Reliant K with mm-hmm and then fell off with them for a little bit and then came back to them with collapsible lung. I think that's definitely a a certain kind of person. And so that's one Normies. kind of thing. <laughs> right. Well, no, but that's that's one kind of thing, because those are like very popular, poppy poppy kind of albums or what was right. popular at the at their times right and then there's those who like i want to hear from somebody who like maybe liked you know other reliant k albums prior to collapsible lung and then came back around with collapsible lung because that's that's just fascinating okay okay i also want to see that's rad i also want to see their season rap video set to lost boy is it on YouTube? Please send it to us. We'll oh, discuss did, it on did, the podcast. Did he say it was Lost Boy? He said everyone enjoyed the song. He, right as he said that everyone loved the song Lost Boy, he said something about them using the music in oh, right their, their season rap video. But maybe we'll find it when we yeah. do the YouTube for I that. I don't know if it was actually Lost Boy. The big secret is out about what we're going to talk about on Lost Boy anyway. <laughs> if people have been paying attention people actually listened to our record party episode right we said what because we've been did saving... you guys like that should we do more of those yeah we didn't get any feedback on especially that. because we have it had about the same amount of listeners stat yeah. wise 
which I don't believe all our stats sometimes. <laughs> But like, I, I just, yeah, I, did you guys like that? Because if you did, we could do another one of those. I would sure. like to put more content out, especially with everything going on right now. So we could listen to other albums. Like, let us know if you enjoyed that and what, what album you'd like us to sit there and live listen to while we talk incessantly about it. In a transformative, it and copy protected, and, in a yes. <laughs> copyright protected way. With it playing very low in the background. So that was the voicemail. Thank you very much, Trent, Trenton, or Rocky. <laughs> um, yeah. So are we ready to be rad? Are you ready to be rad? I'm ready to be rad. Let's I'm ready all to be, be rad. rad, too. I'm ready to be rad. She's ready to be <laughs> rad. We're all ready to be rad. You know what's not rad? What? These lyrics. I have to look them up. So, like, I actually really love this song. Right. Like the music of this song, because I like like really sloppy sort of like punk garage rock kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So when I listened to those, I was like, oh, I like that. And that intro, they have that little intro thing that feels like I'm about to listen to like any song from the 90s. And I really like that. Right. And then they get into it. And it's just this fun, like sloppy garage rock kind of thing, like punk kind of thing going on. Right. And I could not, the first couple times I listened to it, I could not make out most of the lyrics. And then I looked up the lyrics and I was like, oh, that's why this didn't make it off the demo. Right. Okay. <laughs> so let's, yeah, let's emphasize that this is on the, again, that this is on the All Work and No Playlist. No, All Work and No Play demo. <laughs> and then it never made it outside of that. And you can listen to it on YouTube. It's you can listen to it YouTube. on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anyone ever wonders this. We've never gotten this question, but multiple song by song podcasts I've heard. I've heard people ask this, so let me preemptively say this. We don't play the song in its entirety during the episode. Right. Because that's not what you do, really. Like there's this nebulous copyright thing with podcasts where people are using music, but really they don't have the right to it. Right. We just learned that there's some old school RSS feed you can get like from the old internet like we're talking 20 years ago and if you get that it has the same license as radio huh. and then you have the rights to oh, that's it. right yeah yeah I that was on this might be a podcast right. we can <laughs> that's more top of the show business but we did we recorded a crossover up with the they might be giants podcast and i was just on that roundtable episode that i talked about last week that he just aired that but he talked about how the punk news podcast has an old school special like license rss feed that i don't know if you can get it anymore it existed from the late 90s when punk news started and like you they have a radio license so they can play anything they want that's awesome but now in this world of anyone can make a podcast and anyone can upload it to apple (laughs) and spotify you can't just play all of a song now technically a song like this probably doesn't have (laughs) content id ready to spring on you yeah but still that's why we don't play the entirety of a song Spotify. You can technically get in trouble for just playing even little clips like we do, but luckily we've never gotten flagged. If we did, we would be like, listen, this is us putting forward our opinions. It's a critique piece. So. Right. So with that mentioned, let's play all of Be Rad. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we would have played some at the beginning. Um, so anyway, the lyrics. I have not read these yet. You oh, read them. I okay. haven't read them. So I'm going to read them okay. for the first time live on the show. Um, sometimes in a crowd, I gotta do the voice. Sometimes in a crowd, we get talking real loud. Okay, well, let's go back to this in a second. So this is so far so good, though. I like that. Yeah. 
this is more of fake British Thiessen yep. from the demo, which I realized listening to this song, especially because this has such a like band camp demo, like skate punk. Yeah. In a, like literally in a bedroom or a garage skate punk band. It made me think of the Angus soundtrack. Yes. I was like, this sounds yes. like it's on the Angus soundtrack. Because yes. I realized... 100% it sounds like a song that you'd hear in a 90s movie where, like, the teen skater kid is getting up and stumbling around and then heading off to school and, like, going about his morning. Right. It absolutely sounds like that. There's this time in the mid-90s before skate punk and pop punk and pop emo became the alternative music by the late 90s and the early 2000s, right? By the time of that, all of these bands like Blink-22 and My Chemical Romance have now been signed and they're making albums with million-dollar budgets and multi-million-dollar marketing campaigns behind them, right? But then if you go to this tiny little window of the mid-90s, early 90s, like the skate punk kind of stuff that existed technically sounded really bad because like they were starting to get picked up by majors and they were starting to be placed on you know mass massively uh distributed comps and starting to be put on soundtracks but like the like the the um mall rats soundtrack like it has these songs that are technically rougher than pop punk emo pop skate punk became later right mm-hmm. so there's this tiny little window where these bands this this budding generation of skate punk that'll <laughs> become the thing in about five years it doesn't sound great so technically my point is a song like this minus the lyrics but the, the actual like audio of a song like this could literally be on the soundtrack of a movie yeah even though it sounds so rough even though it's clearly a demo it sounds so awesome. Like Airborne, that in the right. Rollerblade movie, or yeah. um, or Brink, or right. uh, or Paperboy, like right. one of those kind of movies. So if you're like making a movie in 1995, this is like the opening track that we meet our character. Right. Like you know, like he's under the covers and the the alarm goes off eh, eh, and he hits it, and this song starts to play as he like you know stumbles out and like right. gets in the shower and does that stuff. Yeah. Right. So if you're making a movie in 1995, that's like a skate based movie you only I have how much it would cost you, you can't afford to, yeah, to you, retain the rights to this song because now i just want to make this movie well i was actually wondering on the back here there's a phone number oh <laughs> should we call it should we it says for booking contact alabaster arts it's after business hours when we're recording though so yeah i was about to just I say wish we had done number. this earlier and you can email ReliantK at alabaster.com. I'm sure that's oh, not yeah. active anymore. <laughs> is it still around? Alabaster Arts? What is it called? Alabaster.com. A-L-A-B-A-S-T-E-R.com. Yeah, I got that. Thank you. I, did, I <laughs> didn't know how to spell Alabaster. Oh, it's still Alab- around. What is it? Oh, wow. is, it, is it a new company? Look at this. Look at this picture, though. It's like a switchboard operator lady. I think that's a, that must be a different company now. Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable <laughs> from magic. Arthur C. Clarke. Uh, we advise and invest in founders to help them grow breakthrough companies that will make a positive planet-level impact. I don't think this is the this same is alabaster the arts that science used to book for, for tomorrow. Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and here's all their VPs and CEOs. 
CFO's founders. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I wonder uh, what's yeah. So you're saying like what's the, how could you get the rights to this song? All rights reserved. <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah. I don't actually know if this is even. Yeah. Oh, they have a contact. Should I contact them? Excuse me. Where <laughs> could can you I, book can Reliant I book K? Reliant K? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So this song just reminds me of the Angus soundtrack, and that's what I, this is what I was tiptoeing around. Matt Thiessen's bad, fake British accent, I realize, is reminiscent of Green Day and Ash. Those two bands also pulled off green day for sure i'm not familiar with ash but yeah billy joe totally you know jack names the planets no okay (laughs) but i'm like is that their big song i think so okay uh i don't know what's bigger than i mean if they had if they kept going after 1996 i have no idea um but my point is there were like actual bands that did the fake british accent that were successful and this was not one of them is that what you were listening to in 1996 you were so cool i was still listening to like aqua and the spice girls i did not know what real music was i had four years ahead (laughs) of it wasn't on disney channel didn't know about it ash doesn't even come up as like a band (laughs) when you type in ash they're on spotify they're way 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 down on the list of bands named ash oh wow so their biggest song is Girl from Mars. Jack Names the Planets even isn't even on here. I just know them from the Girl Angus soundtrack. From Mars. That sounds vaguely familiar. Sounds like this. This the- song sounds familiar. Okay. This is on like a soundtrack or something. I think that's probably why. Right. So anyway... Matt Thiessen laid it on a little too thick. We're calling people by names. Jesus is our friend. And it's funny because like a lot of British people don't actually sound British when they sing. So Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's really true, actually. <laughs> um, so I didn't get into the lyrics. I was dancing, tiptoeing around it. Let me actually read the lyrics. Sometimes in a crowd, we get talking real loud, making fun of weird folks turn their lives into jokes that's the magic word yay that's why i picked the song i don't think it's fair when we start not to care i think it's a shame because we live in jesus's name we dance the night away we dance the night i know the song a little bit we dance the night away making fun of everybody's clothes everybody's is spelled wrong here it's they'd be possessive not plural we drink the night away and we pray that no one will ever know our insecurities. They make us act all big and bad. We're never sure of these. Lots of lip and make ya not be rad. I just realized, I don't know if there'd be any official lyrics to this song. Like these might just be someone who who transcribed them oh. as best they could, you know what I mean? Like I could have right. maybe made these lyrics. You dance yeah, the night like, away. I, they're, yeah. very, they're kind of jumbled when you hear him singing them and i the only lyrics i ever was able to pick out before i looked the lyrics up was right. dance the night away and i thought this was going to be like a proto wake-up call or in love with the 80s oh. and then it is absolutely not that at all right you're never sure of these lots of lip and make you not be rad it's more of a proto what have you been doing lately <laughs> i guess so yeah 
It's, Although, little, it's on that judgy side. No, but this is them judging themselves. Are they I judging mean, the themselves, least, or are they are they taking on a character? No, and, this, and judging that. No, this sounds like sometimes in a crowd we get talking real loud, making fun of weird folks, turning their lives into jokes. But are they drinking? Because aren't they teens at this point? I guess so, but I don't know if they're playing a character. I don't know if he's playing the character. You know, he's he's referencing the character of the kids who drink beer that I know, you know what I mean? Or if he's actually saying it's reading these lyrics and ascertaining what I could when I listened to the song. The basic premise, I believe, is that Reliant K and their friends like to hang out at the mall and make fun of people. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Which is anything that any teen could definitely relate to. And then we dance the night away, making fun of everybody's clothes. We drink the night away. And pray that no one will ever know our insecurities. So this basically, this I mean, this is a, one of those sort of Christian us versus them culture war type of songs mm-hmm. where it's like, we're supposed to live clean for Jesus. And those are the kids over there, the unsaved kids from school. You could see it in two ways. Mm-hmm. You could see it in three ways, actually. You could see it as literally, if it's literal Thiessen, Matt Thiessen is actually saying, we spend some of our times here at Movies, at movies 4 in Canton. <laughs> Making fun of people and drinking secretly that our parents don't know and hoping that no one knows how insecure and hopeless we feel. But then we also are supposed to have Jesus because we already have Jesus at this point. Or he's playing the character of, I'm Matt Thiessen, I'm 17, 18, and I know a kid's today. I'm Justin. I'm coming back to visit. I've been drinking all that Miller Lite. No, this would be a couple years before. Justin went off to college. I know you're joking. I'm just... This is serious stuff. (laughs) We're dissecting (laughs) one of the most obscure Reliant K songs ever. true. (laughs) So first premise is it's literally... Now I gotta gotta rephrase. I'm sorry. First premise, Matt Thiessen and his friends literally were punks, like actual bully skateboarding punks. Making fun of people and right. drinking with their parents not knowing. Two is that that's kind of like a fiction that it's like a 17 year old Christian punk kid sort of writing lyrics of what he thinks, you know, are the problems of kids today that they or he maybe he sees other maybe he saw other kids who would do stuff like this. You know what I mean? Like be drinking in a parking lot, be making fun of people as they walk by. Maybe he actually maybe Matt Thiessen was walking by. You see get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's either actually about Thiessen and his friends or it's about those kids that he's writing from their point of view. Right. Or it's total fiction. There were three premises and I lost the third one while describing <laughs> the first sorry. two. <laughs> well, that's okay, Dan, because you can dance the night away. Oh, I will. That doesn't sound so bad. They're dancing the night yeah. away. I mean, underage drinking, that's not cool. Also, we don't... I mean, he says we drink the night away. Like, what are they Could drinking? drinking soda? You don't drinking know. Drinking soda, drinking Kool-Aid, high drinking C. Red Bull. Red Bull. Did they have Red Bull I, I, in 1998? I don't think so. No, Red Bull gives you wings. I feel like that would be late night. Eh, maybe. No, that was like that was like mid 2000s. I think. Maybe. I'm sure Red Bull existed for years before the commercials were around. Energy drinks weren't really like crazy popular until what, like four oh five somewhere in there, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. One of our uh, our teachers in college, one of our professors, was sponsored by Monster, and so he used to bring free monsters in. All the time. And we had to do, like, spec commercials for Monster as part of his sponsorship oh, right. or whatever. Two, okay, yeah. 
You're talking about college, right? Yes. I was trying to get to the next page, so I got confused. Yeah, when we were in film school, yeah. we had our commercial class, and he had a, the teacher had a sponsorship. It's like, here, if you mm-hmm. want to make commercials for this stuff. On the so he just that, tried to sell off his students' work, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Let me double check Genius, because those was AZ lyrics my aforementioned, not oh, wow. as trusty AZ lyrics. Sometimes in a crowd, we get talking real loud, making fun of weird folks, turning their lives into jokes. We never know our securities. They make us act all big and bad. Oh, so he's saying... Okay. Now, do you have annotations on the genius? Because I do no. want to hear it this week. No, okay. No. Because I have some song meanings. This part I didn't understand exactly, but when they say in the chorus, we dance the night away, making fun of everybody's clothes. We drink the night away and pray that nobody knows will ever know our insecurities they make us they make us act all big and bad so this sounds so the song no matter what point of view it's being written from or what the reality of what the songwriter is writing from this sounds to me like a bunch of punk and not necessarily in the like cultural aspect but just in like the dictionary definition of like a punk like a jerk like a bunch of jerk kids hanging out making fun of people in public drinking in public but deep down inside, they're insecure. And their insecurities make them act all big and bad and make them make fun of people yeah. and make them drink. And this is a shame because they have Jesus and Jesus' name. Um, and we'll never and we're never sure of these lives we live and make them not be rad. So I think that's the idea. I think it's about a bunch of kids. I'm c- kind of lost on the part because they're just the line... I think it's a shame because we live in Jesus's name. So it makes me think that it's about a bunch of Christian kids who are going out and acting like a-holes at the mall and making fun of everyone. So maybe this is buried in there, but maybe this is about being bad witnesses. Maybe this is about being bad Christians. And like they might know, hey, those are those kids from that skateboard church. And they're going around (laughs) laughing at all of us. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure he's drinking a beer. That's not very Christian. Yeah, I think that's the premise of this He's song. hiding his PBR under the table, fill his glass. <laughs> exactly. This song is such a headbanger. Yeah, we so let's put talk it on, the, and I'm we like, we talked about the music a little. Like, I just headbang it's, it I is love a, it. Like I said, it's a great, fun, early skate punk sort of thing. Yeah, I'm actually and bummed that, that like, it's not on streaming, so that yeah. I can't like just like put it in a playlist and right. like rock out to this. I also love that sort of like indie rock emo-esque opening mm-hmm. this thing we can play a second of it i love it so much i was gonna ask you to play that intro at this point it you, sounds like it could be the intro to literally any song anything. from the 90s any song from the 90s has that opening yeah. i guess it's also are we gonna listen to marcy P- playground maybe <laughs> yeah are we gonna listen to ash or green day maybe so another thing about the reason why I think I'm comprehending the lyrics the way I am is because this is such like a skateboard jam, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so it makes me just imagine a bunch of insecure... I just want to do a bunch of scissor kicks with my guitar around the garage right now. Like, that's what it makes me feel like. Nice. But just the, the song itself, the music, makes me imagine a bunch of, like, act, you know, jerk kids from a church who are skaters (laughs) who don't act very Christian when they're outside of the church. Totally. That's the music makes me think that. 
those scary kids at the mall. Right. <laughs> were you one of those scary kids at the mall, Dan? No, I was I was at the mall a lot, but there's no way you I was the a scary nerdy kid. kid. Yeah, I would go to the mall by myself because I had I had stuff to do. <laughs> I had records to go buy and look at at a young age. You're a little mall rat. I was a little mall rat. It's cute. It was so funny because the movie Mall Rats came out when I was a mall rat, and my parents were like, "Ah, oh, this is the movie about Danny," and I'm like, "It's <laughs> like I don't think you want that movie to be about me." <laughs> Whether it's the anal sex jokes oh, or wow. <laughs> um it was funny because we could talk about this my mom knew i would not anal. <laughs> so like where kevin we go- smith whoa where we're are talking, we going with we could talk about kevin smith <laughs> danny this is a family-friendly podcast yes <laughs> i don't think this is a family-friendly podcast we're never gonna get picked up by ccm <laughs> that's true jessica wants this <laughs> She wants to be part of the CCM podcast network. I don't at all. It's just a running gag. It's just a joke. But about Kevin Smith, my mom knew that I was like a budding wannabe filmmaker at a young age. So if it was 94 when Clerks came out, I was, I would have been been 12. Oh no. Well, here's the thing is we, we watched and and this is the height of the independent film time. right? Right. So I got to watch like, you know. Pulp. I got to watch a few f- films with my mother's guidance, <laughs> right? <laughs> that I wouldn't was probably a little too young for, but it wasn't like horror movies and stuff. Like I could, I could understand, I could comprehend violence and stuff. So I probably got to watch like Pulp Fiction or something, or I don't know, I don't know. I can't think of any other movies right now. But when my mom went and rented me Clerks and we watched <laughs> Clerks together, we made it about ten minutes into the movie. Oh, no. I can't imagine your mom watching Clerks. And I guess because we are, uh, we're not a family friendly <laughs> podcast, but we are of a certain, you know, the reason why the, the main couple of the movie fight at the beginning, because one of them had sex with whatever. I don't, I'm not an actual huge Kevin Smith fan. You remember what I'm talking about, right? No, actually, I don't remember the beginning <laughs> of I Clerks. Have to around this? Just tiptoe around it anyway, because you probably should. <laughs> They're talking about how many guys Dante has been with. What? Is it Dante? Dante, you remember, there's Dante and Randall. Yeah. Right? Now, Dante is talking with his girlfriend at the beginning. Uh-huh. And she asks, how many girls have you been with? Did I say guys? How you many did gr- say guys. That's what really that, that threw was me. Just a, that was not a Freudian slip. Okay. That was a non-Freudian slip. Okay. So Dante says how many girls, he, no, she says how many guys she's been with. And then he says how many girls he's been with. And she slaps him. And he's like, oh, what was that for? And she's like, I never, I was only, you're a pig. I was only with two guys or whatever. Uh-huh. And then it turns out that she gave oral sex to like, was it 37 or something, I think was the joke. Oh, jeez. But then it gets much oh, right. more. I do remember But this. then it gets much more graphic from there because yes. then she talks about I, specific I know, performance. Yes. Yeah. This, this. That's the moment about. my mom turned the, <laughs> turned the movie off. Yeah. Should we cut this part out? Maybe no. we should cut this no, part out. No, no, I don't want to. Because the point is, as I mentioned Mallrats, the soundtrack before, then Mallrats comes out and my parents are like, ah, ha, 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 Danny's a Mallrat. Look, Danny, this is the movie about you. And I'm like, you know, that's from the director of Clerks, right? (laughs) So now you can't cut that out. You make it all bleeps. Anyway. I'm just going to bleep the stuff that doesn't even need to be bleeped. (laughs) Okay. Um, So... Shortest deep dive ever. Yes. We've got some song meetings. And then lyricsocean.com mm. 
I think it's .com. Might be .net. Yeah, it's .com. Has their 10 most popular Reliant K lyric searches. And B-Rad is one of them. (laughs) Now, I don't know the last time Lyrics Ocean was updated. Right. But they've got 10 lyric. Okay, so lyrics of 10 most popular songs sung by Reliant K. I don't know if these are in order or not. They don't have like one, two, three, four. They just have like a little musical note next to them. So it says Mood Rings, B-Rad, Register, Sadie Hawkins Dance, Pressing On, Hello McFly, Combos and Skittles, Operation, Failure to Excommunicate, and Staples. The fact that Operation is on that list shows that this is like a very early thing. Even though it's yeah. got a song. It's crazy. It's got a song from, from Three Lefts. Yeah. But Operation is such a deep cut. It's not even on Birds and the B-Sides. Like Operation was for a long time a song I knew very well because it's on the Creepy EP and I would listen to the Creepy EP regularly. But now I think it's, it's, so, it's on the... The list is so obscure. Is Operation even on the first three years? I don't I don't think so. Yeah. Because I, I don't think that I had actually heard it. Right. Before, I, before we got married and yeah, our, so our CD collections merged. Operation is probably the one of the deepest cuts other than this. The first cut is the deepest. My mom didn't like that song because she thought it was about hurting yourself. I was like, Mom, that's not what this song is about. Cheryl Crow, famous, <laughs> famous emo. Because I got, that was on, uh, now that's what I call music back in 2000, what, four, I think, maybe five. No, and that's my what mom I call like, suicide no. culture music. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. Was that Cheryl Crow? I didn't. I thought it was by some random. Yeah, person. Cheryl I Crow. That's by. I thought that isn't that by like Leona Lewis or whatever her name is. No, it's Cheryl Crow. No, Leona Lewis came out a couple years, many years, maybe ten years. Oh, after that's that. Bleeding Love. I keep bleeding. Keep keep. Yeah, bleeding love. that's, that's like that a whole one. different world. By the that time was that not song ten came years out. later. Yeah, that it was. was. Yeah, it was like a couple years later. The first cause of the deepest is probably like two thousand. It was like two thousand four or two thousand five. It was on. Um, now that's what I call music in 2004 or 2005. Maybe it was 03. Could have been. This is riveting conversation. (laughs) Anyways, so if we go on over to song meanings, you have your theories about what the song is about. Let's see if anybody else lines up with you. Okay. How many are there? Or is that part of your thing? Oh, there's a lot. There's actually a lot. There's like Um, a page worth at least. Some are redundant though, so... Uh, hold on. So, Duct Tape Guy 4187, 18 years ago, said, go to the Softer to Me lyric page for a great discussion. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Just trying to crib the... Did we do Softer to Me yet? We did. We did. Did we do song meetings? Because I want to know what the great discussion was. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, man. That was another thing. Rocky said that he was listening from the beginning. Uh, I applaud people who listen from the beginning now and can keep with us. Right. Because, like, man, those first few episodes were a little rough to listen back to. Yeah. So thank you. I hope you get this far. They're not that bad. (laughs) I recently, quote, unquote, remastered them. You did. Okay. Kiki2054, 17 years ago, said, This song kicks ass, but it's not as good as some of their others. It definitely shows the Christian in their style, though, which is a good thing because it's not this obvious in most of their other songs. 
what? But it's very obvious in this song. He mentions Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand No, people. I think she's saying that it's obvious in this song. It's not as obvious in other songs. Oh. But like, if you look at 17 years ago, which albums were out at that point? Um, 17 years ago would be 2003. So the first three, al- the okay. first three years. The first three albums, there was a lot of Christian stuff on there. Yeah. So which songs is Kiki, are, is Kiki listening to? That's my question. Kayla, 15 years ago, said, I love this song. It's really self-explanatory. Thanks. <laughs> she is legend, 15 years ago, said, this song is painful to listen to. I'm glad that Teeson changed his singing style from the one <laughs> used in this song. <laughs> X, my spaz. 12 years ago said this is a good song i think it means if you're gonna live for jesus don't participate in all the crap that you get tempted with mm-hmm. wait repeat that <laughs> this is a good song i think it means if you're gonna live for jesus don't participate in all the crap that you get tempted with yeah that's basically what i was saying it sounds like someone being in a group of friends that are jerks yeah but the thing that i can't suss out from the lyrics as they exist is he's talking about like is he we. talking about himself? Is he or talking, is he about, talking about oh like, maybe authors. because he's British he, when he says we he means the royal we and he's just talking about himself. He's talking about the Jolio Church of England <laughs> exactly. Um, and then there's two more comments which are just like what what album is this on? Where can I find this song? And then someone responds with what it's on. Mm-hmm. And that concludes the deep dive for this week. Well, I have a little deep dive. <laughs> oh. Do you? Now, okay. there are two uploads of this song to YouTube. And okay. one of them uploaded by Veraz Forte. Vertaz Forte. It's just the album seven cover. Seven years ago. Yeah. It's just the album yep. cover. And they have three comments. Mm. Jake King, three years ago, said, I remember this. Cool. Thank you. And then two years ago, Ben Tracy said, that album cover, though, they sure have come a long way. <laughs> crying laughing emoji i saw this and then rock for life two years ago said pretty creative for a band that had no label at the time i don't sure well i take umbrage with the idea that you couldn't be creative unless you have a label (laughs) yeah and to be (laughs) fair flies in the face of all diy bands the the cover to this if you haven't seen the cover to all work no play not all work no playlist all work no play right is it's just this like very like MS Paint kind of cover. It's. I maintain, and I don't know this for certain, that these literally came out of a clip art presentation oh, software yeah. on Windows 95. Like they had a CD ROM. Um, <laughs> Peanut Butter Gamer, he <laughs> recently, he does a, sorry, but he does a series of uh, YouTube videos where he just goes to a thrift store. And buys whatever like random crap there is there. And usually a lot of times it's like random PC games. And in the last one he had, he found like a PC software of like clip art. Like now nice. you go on the internet yeah. and you go to multiple oh, sites or you go those. to Google Image. Yeah. But it used to be back in the day, like if you want to put a presentation together. Right. It, even My if you, mom did like newsletter stuff. So she yeah. totally had those. Yeah. Maybe we're teaching the young millennials and the <laughs> Gen Z. It was real difficult before the Google existed. Right. You had to, if you wanted to put like a little image on a flyer you're yeah. making. What's a flyer? If you're putting a little image on like a newsletter, what's a newsletter? <laughs> If you wanted a little, for the same, if you wanted to make memes, what were essentially memes of the 90s, 
you needed actual like you need to go to sometimes you'd go buy a disc a cd disc filled with images that you could use remember and that's storybook what I think weaver Man, what? Storybook Weaver was the I greatest. Never, I never heard <gasps> You that. didn't play story. Oh, we had Storybook Weaver in school. It was so good. It was like you picture little pictures, and they weren't they weren't clip art. They were like proper. I mean, clip art is po- proper illustrations, but they were like nicer illustrations. And you picked your background, and you picked like the props to put in the picture, and the people to put in the picture, and then you wrote the little story underneath. It was wonderful, absolutely magical. I should look up and see if somebody has like a mod, like a thing that I can download to play Storybook Weaver nowadays. Okay. I heard most of what you said. <laughs> Anyways, this album is it's, it's this like it's this very it's like this very MS clip Paint art blue. MS Paint blue. Yeah. But of a of a tractor. With a on tractor, the front. yeah. And then like I think that I he, think it's intentional though, is the thing. Is I think that like the goofy weirdness. When you look of at the back totally and the insert and yeah. the insert the insert is not a booklet, it's just a one sheet cover in the C D. It's like supposed to look like a, I think it's supposed to look like a presentation type cheesy thing because on the back it says punk rock for today's executive and then it's this like clip art of a little executive man yeah and up here is this clip art of a stapler and I even and believe the inside has like uh stock photos of like business people right I even believe that the logo of the first demo album where it's the word reliant very similar font to the one that the Cooper font that we use for our podcast. That's kind of most well known for the second. No, the from the third album. Yeah, two left. Yeah, from two lefts. That that we it's called Cooper font. Uh, it's very similar to Cooper font, but it's a little like italic and like going in every direction. It's got that you know like that thing you can do in Word where you can make the right. You the, kind of put it into a the shape. title. Yeah, the shape thing. Yeah, but. I think this is part of that software. This is all just mm-hmm. assumptions that I made. But and then it's, it's got this like little lightning bolt. It's with, a in, lightning like, an bolt oval. in an oval. <laughs> but I imagine that whatever software they use to create this, like I think it was an actual like presentation and document software. It's like create covers for book presentations, create boards for, you know, speeches. And it probably actually had a design, like design a CD case. And like they designed a CD <laughs> yeah, case. Yeah, no, totally. Because I think the logo was probably like like an app within the app itself. And then I don't of, even like, know what the K is. Add these letters to the logo. Yeah. And the K is probably, there was probably, the K is a box, a white box with a big K in it. I imagine that there's one of these of every letter in the alphabet in this software. That yeah, I'm and they elongated it. I don't. Again, I don't really know this. Maybe we can email Alabaster Arts, and, <laughs> or we can call them and ask, like, is Danny's theory here true? Now, question: Is their phone number four zero two nine five Sadie by any chance? No. Are you sure? I'm positive. That's our phone number. Their phone number is 915-662-7400. Well, can we email them at sadiehawkinspod at gmail.com? No, we email them at <laughs> ReliantK at alabaster.com. And if you're going to ask, do you go to Sadie Hawkins Pod on Instagram or Twitter? No, you have to go to ReliantK.com. I like how that's the only one that's still active to this day. So I was going to say, tying back into this song, but also tying into the, the artwork for the album, the thanks on the inside says thanks to that it doesn't say the word to but it just says thanks our loving lord jesus christ right on mark townsend the k car dancers interesting who is that <laughs> uh then they the next person they I think thank, that's what the kids call a joke maybe but then the next thing they think is girls 
Of course. The next thing they thank is Plymouth for making the K car possible. Yep, right on. The next thing, the next person they thank is Lady Lovely Locks, which seems like a nickname for someone. Yep. But I don't. We don't, we don't know who. The next thing they thank is the God Squad. Now this is just speculation, but I wonder if Lady Lovely Locks is Mark Lee Townsend's daughter. Who was friends with the guys oh, back then, and, and that's Hoops. why he recorded. Is that the person? Is that who Matt Hoops married? Right. Yes. Because I didn't. I don't know if they were together at the time, but they were definitely friends at this point. Well, and Matt Hoops. That's why Mark Lee Townsend did the demo. I heard Matt Hoops admit he had a crush on his daughter, and that's why they worked with him. Like that's what he said. As I don't know if he was partially okay. joking or fully serious or what. But he said that in an interview that I heard while doing podcast research. Again, I've never cared about who, what relationships or who is related to who. Uh, yeah. And it's just, just something, something we kind of started in... to pick up because we're doing this podcast. Yeah. Um, in an interview, stuff like that. Yeah. But when they thanked the God Squad, I was wondering, are those the skater kids that are at the mall making fun of people's clothes and drinking and hiding their insecurities? Is the God Squad their skateboard crew at the Canton Movies 4? Perhaps. And are the girls the girls that they discuss in complex infrastructure known as a female mind, <laughs> according book? to Reliant K? Maybe. The book? Maybe. Maybe. I think we figured something out. <laughs> I hiccuped in the middle of that. So that's all. And then the last, then they think five foot four, Scott, Erica, friends, family, and fans. Hey, that's us. They thanked us on this album. Ooh, thank you, Reliant K. I like how at the end they just tossed in friends, family, and fans, just nice. in case we forgot anybody. And if they goes like, hey, you didn't thank me in your demo. It's like, dude, yeah, you're a friend. You're right there. So that's be rad. So I was partially thinking, like, do we just play the song again? <laughs> As So let's play a couple. Well, okay. Here's the song. Since we have no covers, here's the song. Are you going to play the whole thing? No. Oh, okay. I mean, we could. It's only two minutes. Why don't we? I can't believe the term B, the title Be Rad is an ironic title. He's saying that Have they're not Have you ever being listened rad. to Reliant K before, Danny? Oh, yeah, that's right. Because when he's singing about faking his own suicide, he's actually singing about <laughs> Jesus faking his own Well, since we're coming in under an hour again... I do have some extra stuff. So I've got some stuff that I had like socked away for later rainy days. Right. And I was just wondering, I found a couple quizzes. Would you be interested in quizzes? Sure. Some things that I had contemplated going over in like Seventeen Magazine or something when we talk about quizzes and such. But the first one I have is just... A Reliant K quiz, a general Reliant K quiz, I haven't taken it myself, that was the very first Google search result. And the second thing that I have here that I'm a little excited about is because, okay, so way back, and I don't even remember which episode I talked about it in, probably like the second or third, maybe fourth, I had found a quiz Mm-hmm. about which Reliant K song are you. Okay. I cannot find that quiz again. Oh, no. I have searched and searched. I cannot find it again. And I got Wake Up Call, and I was super bummed out that I got Wake Up Call, and I'm really hoping that they only had songs from the self-titled, and that's why I got it, because getting Wake Up Call in and of itself is a Wake Up Call. <laughs> so I was like, okay. And I looked back through my notes. I could not find the link for it. Who are you, Matchbox 20? <laughs> 
What I did find was which Reliant K member are you? Oh. So which which of these quizzes are you interested in taking, Danny? Uh, I the first one got erased from my brain because the second one what was the first one. Uh, just a general Reliant K quiz, of which there are many out there. Yeah, this so just we so should happens do the Reliant be, K members. Yeah, this just so happens to be the first one that came up. Okay, so which Reliant K member are you? I'm excited. I'm hoping for Schneck, but you, I, I don't know. I don't even <laughs> well, know which era they yeah. they created this test in. No, wait, so you want me to be John Schneck? No, I want to be John Schneck. Oh, you want to be John Schneck. So we should both, we should both pre-guess each other and oh, okay. ourselves. Okay. So you want to be John Schneck. And Dude, I we think... don't dive into their personal lives all that much, so I really don't know. Yeah. I don't know who each other is going to be. <laughs> I think you're going to be uh, Ethan because you're a real roughneck. You're real... <laughs> what? What? You're real... You're one of those you real mean I'm multifaceted and I'm no, very you're... talented and I can play all the instruments and y- do all yes, the things? Yes, exactly. I was more meaning like you're one of those real pub crawling like gonna punch everyone and fight him is that he's the hardcore guy that doesn't sound like me at all he's the, he's the ska punk guy he's the oi guy <laughs> then i think that's gonna be you so. all right so we're gonna find out all right so danny yes you're going to prom you dot 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 are the life of the party and wear your pink tux two hide and play a- the bass <laughs> three play the drums <laughs> Four, play rhythm guitar and have pedals. Hide in a dark corner and only come out when your best friend makes you. Mm-hmm. That sounds like you. Maybe. Three, cling to the food table and talk oh, to the awesome. chaperones. That sounds like me. Awesome, but that also or, sounds or like you. me. Uh, take over the dance floor and astonish everyone with your dancing skills. No. Or... Try and be smooth and impress the ladies, but you fail miserably. So I'm going to guess that, that we're talking about the five score for getting not slow down, collapsible long era of folks. Although, no, because then there's Dave. So I don't know if it's Dave or Ethan that they're going for here because right. there's five there's five possibilities. What if it and turns also, out also, who made this and how well do they know the members of Reliant K? Because this is very specific. Right. I think you're going to turn out to be Todd Frescone. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> so, Danny, which of those are you? Uh, probably hang out by the food table. Okay. The 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 stay in the um, hide in a dark corner. That was very similar to me, but then yeah. I'd probably be, you know, because here's the thing: when Danny and I go to a party, he and I like sit in a corner and just talk to each other, and then wait for others to approach us, and then we engage them once they approach us because we are both very shy. Yeah. The thing is, in a prom situation, surrounded by people that I know, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be that closed off. Mm-hmm. So I would, but I also wouldn't be out yeah, on same. the floor dancing. I would be by the food table. I would be waiting for the boy I had a crush on to come and ask me to dance. That would be where I would be at. Jessica? Yeah? Would you like to dance? Yeah. <laughs> You've been waiting so long. I have. I hope we can dance to Creed's when our, with arms wide open. <laughs> What did I get myself into? <laughs> that was the first song I slow danced with a boy to who I had a crush on yeah, at a I friend's you, bar mitzvah. I think I, you mentioned before. I have mentioned I, it on this podcast I want his before. name. I'm going to kick his ass. <laughs> so it's a normal day at school, Danny. You mm-hmm. are sitting in the front and always asking questions and bugging the teacher. 
sometimes two are taking notes and quietly minding your own business probably that three are the teacher's pet you hung around class after class ends and offer to help the teacher that's me Mm -hmm. four goofing around and not paying attention to the lesson which upsets your teacher you also forget there's homework most of the time and never turn it in Right. Five, sit in the corner furthest away from your teacher, go to sleep and hope they don't notice and wake you up. I feel like you're probably taking notes and quietly minding your own business. That feels like you. Okay, hold on. Before we go any further, I need that website because we should be doing yours at the same time. (laughs) We can use both our phones. Okay. So send me the site. Okay. Okay. So... One, you were... So remember the first... Same as you for the food table. Okay. Uh, and your teacher's with... pet. You said that already. Yeah. Okay, so now we're caught up. Oops. Uh-oh. Did you lose my place? <laughs> I did. Oh, no. That's okay. Oh, no. Let's recreate your... Oh, no. <laughs> Let's recreate that. Okay, I got it. I got it. Okay. Your family is getting a new pet. You hope it is. Pu- we're both going to say puppy. We're both going to say puppy. But the uh, other options are... No, you, you're really... Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> a kitten. Cats are the perfect companions. They are so cute and quiet. Uh, three, nothing in particular. You're excited to be getting a pet in the first place. Four, anything remotely exotic. You love the unrealistic idea of having a pet tiger or shark. Five. <laughs> tigers are popular right now because of Netflix. Oh, yeah. Five, a lizard. You've always thought lizards are cool and under the radar. Yeah, we're both going for the puppies. Yep. Four, in your free time, you like to. One. Spend time with friends. You absolutely love to hang with your friends. Six feet apart. (laughs) Two. Well, you don't actually like doing this, but you usually do homework or study, but occasionally you read slash take pictures or hang out with friends. Three. Go outside. Maybe ride your bike and go for a walk. Four. Play video games and look up funny videos on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Five. Well, you don't have anything specific in mind. You just do whatever you want, depending on your mood that particular day. Probably the last one. If Same. Even. Yeah. So here's the thing. Thinking of myself in terms of high school and college, it could be any different one, depending on the person I knew I was. Yeah. Nowadays, I'm likely to not play video games necessarily, but look up funny videos on YouTube. <laughs> so I would have picked that one. Right. But what's true of me throughout all the years is that I just do whatever I feel like I don't really yeah plan, so. totally as a teen I would definitely like write or make videos or right. usually I was making videos and I read a lot more yeah, at different same. times in my life than I do now yeah so I picked and I liked being out and about and oh, like shoot, doing I'm all sorts for of stuff you. <laughs> yes so what would you pick uh the it depends on my mood because yeah oh good definitely oh, th- a mood. Think. oh I found the back button anyway okay <laughs> So we're both that. We're both puppy and we're both. (laughs) It's Friday night. You decide to make plans with your friends and go out somewhere fun Two, spend the evening on social media and editing photos. Three, curl up with a good book and maybe hit the hay a little earlier than normal. That sounds like Danny. Mm. <laughs> uh, four. Jump into the void. Jump into the, I don't know That's... what that means. <laughs> uh, five. Stay the night in having a movie marathon with your favorite. Your favorites are the nerdy popular ones such as Star Wars or Lord of the Rings. Well, that first one sounded fine up until it said it had to be Star Wars or Lord of the Rings. I like yeah. all those movies, but I don't. 
Those aren't the movies. Yeah, we like to hang out and listen to or watch bad movies or obscure movies. Obscure movies or or like regional movies that people will go to Amazon Prime. Yeah. Or uh, foreign films. Yeah. It would be the last one, but Also, I'm going to (laughs) assume, I made a joke about this before, but I'm assuming all of these answers are in a non-COVID world. I'm just not (laughs) letting that reality seep in. So I guess I'm going to go with the last one, probably, Danny. Okay, so I'm picking that for you. And then for me, I would probably pick the same thing, to be honest. Just ignoring this. Not curl up with a good book and go to sleep earlier than usual. Well, it's a week. No, they said Friday night. It's a Friday night, yeah. But you often just decide to go to sleep early. No, I stay up late on Fridays all the time. All right. (laughs) Because on Fridays, I'm not worried about getting up the next day. True. All right. So we're both going with five. We're just going to end up being the same person. We've only answered question (laughs) two differently. (laughs) Your ideal vacation would be, one, at the beach. You would enjoy having fun in the sun, laying out by the pool and eating ice cream off the boardwalk. Ew. That's disgusting. Talk about COVID. (laughs) Uh, Two. The mountain slash lake, it would be so calm and serene, and it would be nice to get away from the hustle and bustle of normal life. Plus, you can enjoy the those nice mountain slash lake views. It's like a whole paragraph for each one of these. But again, how well does this person who made this quiz know Reliant K? How do they know how they like to vacation? I mean, okay, Hoops is pretty obvious because he posts his vacations all the time. But like the others, how do they know? How do they know? Is one going to be like Savannah? You like to go to Savannah? Like Three, visiting a big city such as New York or Los Angeles. You think it would be so fun to sightsee city landmarks, explore museums, and end the day dining at a fancy slash unique restaurant. Four, Disney World. It would be wonderful to see the world of Disney come to life right before. <laughs> what, is this an ad? Oh my gosh. <laughs> It would be wonderful to see the world of Disney come to life right before your eyes and experience firsthand the magic of Disney. Wow. They took this right off an infomercial. Yeah. Uh, Five, chilling at home. You just love being at home, so you would be perfectly happy staying where you are. That kind of sounds like Danny. But we lo- the thing is, is that we both love exploring. I don't know. I've been to all the places described in I already this. picked mine, so I want you to pick yours before oh, I man. tell you mine. But it depends on it depends on my mood. Kind of like the 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 other one. Yeah, okay, you're um, going on a vacation. COVID has ended. All the okay. lists, every you can go anywhere you want. Where are we going? Our first trip. All the airline flights are just as cheap as they are <laughs> right now, and we can go anywhere. Oh, man. Well, we live in LA, so um Oh, again, this would change based on the time of my life right now. Right now. I'm stuck between one and two right now. I could easily go to the beach right now, though. I'm picking the second one, the mountain slash lake. It would be so calm and serene, and it would be nice to get away from the hustle and bustle of normal life. Plus, you can enjoy those nice mountain slash lake views. That and sounds like a dream. I want to like go a dream. to the big city. Oh, okay. I want to see where they make that New York City salsa. Okay. Question number seven. Your friends would describe you as cheerful, slightly immature, outgoing, shy slash quiet, loyal, and awkward. That's me. That's me, too. <laughs> uh, considerate, kind, sweet. That's also you. Huh. Funny, confident, adventurous. That's also you. I'm not at all <laughs> confident. Insightful, intelligent, gentle. That's also you. Uh, so what are you going with, Dan? 
for for me, I would probably say shy, quiet, loyal, awkward. I'm gonna pick the same thing. Okay. Should I be varying these? Should I be like going slightly different? From no, that? just okay. be honest. Out of these clothing items, you would choose <laughs> a bright canary yellow. Now I'm confused as to when this quiz was made. Actually, just because of this question, sounds like they're for free. Yeah, a bright canary yellow rain jacket. You love the color. It's super lightweight and it think... keeps the rain out too. They don't need all this commenting on what a raincoat is <laughs> and what Disney World is. This is all. Some of these answers are too wordy. <laughs> Where do you want to go on vacation? You want to stay at home because home is nice. You have your refrigerator there. Plus your couch. You can watch whatever you want on TV and go to bed when you feel like it. If you're on vacation, you don't have to go to work and you can go check out places that aren't open. A red beanie. It helps you disguise a bad hair day and is super cute and keeps your head warm. Okay, so I'm going to say right now that if you answer most of these, the first one, you're teasing. If you answer these, the second one, the most, you're hoops. And then I'm not sure about the rest. Well, the third one is black skinny jeans. You know an outfit isn't complete without them. That's literally they are comfortable wear, enough so. that you don't think you're going to die when you wear them. So who's known for black skinny jeans? Warren? I don't know. Cool sneaker. Uh, th- the next one. Cool sneakers that may or may not be Converse. You know these are best sneaker, the best sneakers ever, right? <laughs> they are perfect for jumping around like banshees on stage. Also, this it's what a, if they were Chuck Taylors, it's what a rocker chick yeah, from, I the, was thinking from, that. The, from the <laughs> complex infrastructure book. Um, Banties. Oh, that's me. Yeah. Three usually very comfortable. Well, I have way more than three. <laughs> yeah. Comfortable and soft. They remind you of the band you enjoy and possibly you received one at a concert. Possibly. Oh, my gosh. Which would remind you of how great or not the concert was. We both you buy would have a purchased it every a, single like show we go to. Right. But I, I didn't finish reading this one. Which you purchased at a merchandise table. <laughs> That's not on More there. <laughs> known as a merch table in the entertainment industry, specifically for bands. Oh or God. perhaps you bought it on a website, <laughs> either from Amazon.com or directly from the band's <laughs> merchandise company. Some bands sell their stuff directly from their own LLC. So Danny. But other bands will Stop. have their record label or distribution company sell their products. Okay, so you're going to go with Banty. I'm going to yeah. go with probably Black Skinny Jeans. Okay. I'll read the next one. You can you can only play one instrument. Oh, I know what yours would. Nope, yours isn't here. You you pick the piano. My original one is here though. You can basically play anything you want on one of those. They have black and white keys. <laughs> Underneath there are pedals. You're not really sure what they do. I'm not gonna let you read these anymore. The second one is the guitar. I love the guitar tones and the sound of the instrument. Stop. No, this is actually what the guitar says. You also love hearing songs that are played on the guitar and hoping to replicate yourself. Just say the piano, the guitar, the drums. For now, out of completionist, I have to say the drums are the backbone of most songs and you love learn how to play them. My answer is the drums. What's your answer, Danny? The guitar. Oh, okay. Here we go. Okay, who who wants to say first what the other one got? This is this is BS, and I'll tell you why this is oh. BS. I already saw what I got, and I'll tell you why. Because yours says that you're Dave Douglas. Literally, because you clicked drums at the end, it said that you're Dave Douglas. That's that's what just happened. 
Yeah, because I had a few different things. So Danny got John Schneck. Congratulations, Danny. Thank you. You are John Schneck. You are a very insight and intelligent person. Not insightful, mm-hmm. insight. Who enjoys expanding their knowledge about the world. You will take any opportunity given to learn about something, even if the subject is not your niche. Trying new things and things you are not good at makes you very brave. You have a quiet side, and that's when you are incredibly focused on something. You enjoy a bit of humor and making people laugh. I would say that is 100% true of you, Danny. Aww. I love that you're John Schneck. That's awesome. I should... I, I'll have to DM John Schneck and say, hey, hey, man, you got to give me your login and password. I'm you. It's a real Black Mirror situation. That's a great idea for a Black That's Mirror. That's awesome. I love that you got John Schneck. Oh, boy, I can't wait to hear why I I'm Dave Douglas. I lost the Dave Douglas thing, oh, so no. I've got a black skinny jeans uh, and the drums. Okay, I got it back. Is Dave Douglas known for his black skinny jeans? I don't know. Where's, you are Dave Douglas. Where's the cover of uh, Anatomy of the Tongue-in-Cheek? <laughs> I don't think it's on the table. You'll have to go get it. But first, I'll read you. Okay. You are Dave Douglas. You are also quiet. Well, we also have, you know, I just realized, I just realized we have these computers in our hands that can, yes. where we can look up the cover. You are Dave Douglas. You are also a quiet person like Matt Hoops. Okay. But when with the right true. group of people, you become a different person. That's true. You feed off the energy of the group and rise to be the center of attention. That's you so are very kind and compassionate, Aww, thank you. and you enjoy taking care of others and making sure no one is left out. I do. You love to think deeply and are also highly creative like Matt Hoops. So why does the Dave <laughs> Douglas one mention Matt Hoops twice? <laughs> this is like some... This is secondary Matt Hoops. You're a Matt, Matt Hoops 2.0. This is like a Chinese restaurant Zodiac placemat where it's like... Half, it is like, you have made this comparison before. I have. You that's have. right. I did. Was that it? That was it. Nice. I'm happy with both our answers. I don't think you could get a wrong option on this. Um. Before I move on, though, I want to. So you said you said cling to the sh- food table and chaperones. You're the teacher's pet. Uh, you want a puppy? I'm going through yours quickly and trying to create all the same ones. Uh, you have nothing specific in mind to do with your free time. Uh, it's Friday night. You decide to watch movies. Mm-hmm. Your ideal vacation is the mountain. That's what you said. Yeah. Right? Um, you are shy and loyal. Uh, you wear black skinny jeans. We're almost mm-hmm. there. And you play the guitar. No, this is what I'm switching. Uh, Matt Hoops. You're now Matt Hoops. Uh, nice. Okay. You are Matt Hoops. You are shy Yet responsible person who most people extremely like. You prefer listening to music, taking photographs, editing things on the computer. I do do both of those things. Editing is also spelled oddly wrong. Okay. Editing. uh, Then hanging out with people. You are a bit socially awkward. So this is a recent quiz. Fit in with anything? Yeah. You cherish alone time, and even though you are highly creative. And is always creating something. You do. You do get lonely and tend to overthink things. True. Interesting. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> so one more time through. Cling to food table. <laughs> no, no. Teacher's pet. I'm going to become a master at this. Puppy. <laughs> Nothing specific with your free time. Um. 
watch movies. <laughs> I like when it said, what do you do on your free time? Curl up and die. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been one to say. You go to the mountains and you lake. You should make a really like weird, bad, amazing quiz, Danny. That would be awesome. You're still... Na- okay. Even if I you could- answer piano, you're still who? You're still not Okay. Okay. So, okay, so this is from, if you want to take this quiz yourself, and we'll post this on social media so you can, and let us know who you get. This is from a website called quotev.com, quotev.com, slash quiz, slash, and then the like. It's the word quote, the yeah. letter v.com. And then a slash, lot of letters. Oh, we'll have to post it on our... Yeah. So we'll put this across the socials so you guys can... Oh, yeah. This is not easy to find. I'm still going to read it. <laughs> <laughs> it's quotev.com slash eight slash quiz slash eight nine eight zero four six five slash which dash reliant dash K dash member dash R dash you. Oh, my God. Jessica sneezed. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's a horrible April Fool's joke, Jessica, to be sneezing at a time like this. Sorry, sorry. Oh, man, K-pop Maramba <laughs> has over 5,000 K-pop artists for you to listen to. Awesome. Targeted ads. They know <laughs> yeah. what Jessica likes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 95 plus K-pop artists. Or now are those K-pop artists that are over the age of 95? <laughs> that's exactly what or- yeah. Nice. Please keep your K-pop artists over the age of 95 <laughs> at home. So that is our What Reliant K member are you podcast. That was pretty rad. Send us your results. We yes. will, like I said, post this on the Twitter. I guess we can't post on Instagram because you can't really post links. Yeah. Yeah. I realized that as I was saying. I was like, oh. I can't. I mean, I guess I could put it in the bio link or you could DM me if you only have DM the show if you only have Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and that's the podcast. So everyone, be rad. Don't be making be fun of everyone's clothes. If you have insecurities, don't, don't be... make fun of people's masks. Yeah, it's smart to wear masks and gloves out. So don't right. mask shame. Don't make fun of people's. Even clothes. though I've literally seen two completely conflicting Twitter moments, where one thing is like, "Don't wear masks unless you're actually sick," but then the other one was like, "Everyone should be wearing masks." I mean, my aunt, who's been a nurse for like. 40 some years sent me a thing that said that you should be wearing gloves and masks out and about because it can cut down your chances in like half or something like that like so if you have actually if you have to go masks out that you could be yeah. donating to a hospital sure do that absolutely but, but if you're like, wearing you like a make, scarf or yeah. if you have if, you, if you're a raver and you have the <laughs> the ones like like we ended up any- getting yeah, <laughs> Because they were the only ones left. We got those like raver Antifa masks that you like pull. It's like I never had actually worn one. It's like a sock with a hole at each end that you pull over your head. Well, the one that we bought for me is way too tight for my head. So it's like constricting the blood (laughs) flow. It's a one size fits all. If anything, it just keeps you, stops you from like touching your face. Come on, you can wear a mask. Yeah. You know, trends sometimes slowly come to Western countries from Asian countries the term cosplay, I don't know if you know this. I'm not even kidding. This is not a joke. The phrase cosplay comes from Japan. It became a mainstream concept here in America because of anime. And then other fandoms just used the word cosplay. And now the word cosplay is ubiquitous in America for costuming. Well, 
wearing a mask in public and no one looking at you twice. <laughs> that was perfectly acceptable in Asian countries and was seen as really weird here, but now it's going to be perfectly fine here. Yep. Yeah, I'm a real weeaboo. <laughs> so stay safe, stay healthy. And call 402-95-SADIE <laughs> oh, no. if you have a voicemail to let us know if you're listening to the podcast from the beginning or just yeah. pick your favorite song that you we've done. You can email us at sadiehawkinspod at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at sadiehawkinspod. And thank you for listening. I feel like I said Sadie Hawkins funny. I said like Hawkins. Well, I would make fun of you for how you pronounced Hawkins, but then that wouldn't be rad. <laughs>